immigrants Don't be such a silly grin It's the same old thing We've checked the dictionary Now here's a commentary On life abroad and all it brings Immigrants, expats We are British and black Living across the sea So why don't you join us and just we nats and pour yourself a cup of tea in the morning as you listen to our podcast weekly our podcast weekly hi everyone my name is natalia and this is my boy hello everybody this is kat and this is my voice Catherine, you just got that over and done with what do you mean Kat, there was like little to no effort on your part. <laughs> Excuse me. What your voice is? Oh my gosh, no, there was effort, guys. Because Kat, like normally you give it. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> when you come home at four in the morning because your sister comes to visit you, and she don't adhere to ten p.m. curfew, you know. Catherine, she I kept asking you, are you ready to go? Home? She don't, she don't. I kept asking Kat last night, you ready to go home? And she was like, I'm all right, you know. And I was all I'm right, all right. But it's all right in the night time, but in the morning, it's the day after, isn't it? Yeah. It's the yeah. day after, you feel the effects. You feel the effects, and yeah. But. So I'm warming up. You takes, warming up. Takes, you know, reach me at midnight Kat tonight. I do, actually. I might have a nap as well. Are you, but I don't needed. feel like I need a nap. Oh, but I might I just do. have one. Because yeah, I, I can. Because yeah, I can. Yeah. Guys, I'm sans enfant this mm. weekend. Je suis avec ma soeur à Paris. Uh, 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 make uh, some noise. Uh, Paris in the house. Paris in the house. Bo, 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 bo. Fais du bruit. Fais du bruit. Fais <laughs> du bruit. Did I tell you about my idea um, for a festival? No. Did I not tell you? I don't remember. I had an idea, but it's not, it's not with the festival is and the idea is just the name of the festival. Fête de Brie. Yeah, fête, like a cheese festival. Oh, yeah. Called Fête de Brie. Oh, yeah. Did you know That's a good idea, you know. Yeah, but if anyone comes out with a cheese festival that's called Fête de Brie, yeah. and I'm not involved, you lot know that they've been stealing Listen, from me. Listen, I've got me. one important question for you. What? Will you be rolling the cheese down the hill and running after it? Yes. Oh, my gosh, that's the proper... That's yeah, that's the, that's the proper Fête de Brie. <laughs> So guys, for, for those who aren't bilingual, <laughs> sorry, or not knowing French, it's, it's on doesn't know French. It's a play on words. Yeah. Um, when in in party situations, when you want people to make some noise, you say "fait du bruit, bruit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. fait du bruit for bruit, which is noise. So make some noise, fait du bruit. Yeah, and then "fait du bruit." Yeah, you can imagine is party of brie, which yeah. is the cheese. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty pleased myself about that. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I don't know if there's so, any other fit to something else that, you know, that I'll ever think about yeah, let's it. Let's think about it and play on you with it. You know, because we could diversify into other fits. <laughs> Not just brie, it could be fit to do. Oh, fit to what? I'm going to think about it. I need to be making this passive income. <laughs> Get my hustles on. Coming up with names, puns. Yeah, exactly. With my free followers. Oh my god! Anyway, guys, um, like I said, I'm in Paris oh, man. this weekend. Sans enfant, sans boy boy. Yeah. Without boy boy, he's not here avec moi. Aww. Um, it is the weekend before Valentine's. Yeah, exactly. It's Valentine's in three days. In three days' time. Mm-hmm. So we are having a quick turnaround on this, people. Uh-uh. Uh, but we just thought, you know, we'll talk about Valentine's. Yeah. But not only just talk about Valentine's. Mm. We are go- we are in the city of love. 
Apparemment. Apparemment. Ouais. Apparemment. Yeah. App... Excuse-moi. Apparemment. Oh apparemment. God. Apparemment. Mm-hmm. Apparemment. Ouais. We are in the city of love. Yeah. Harry. No, it's well known, it's well renowned to be it's the city of love. renowned. Yes. But guess what? Didn't we find out recently about that um, Paris syndrome, was it called? Yeah, I found out about it a few months before you. And, and you were the one who told me. Yeah. I, I, this uh, guy that I went out with, he told me about Paris syndrome because sometimes I have a little complaint about Paris City of love. Right, guys. I want to say, where is the love? Ooh, where, where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? The love. Is that the Tour Eiffel or the love? The tree of the Saint Michel or the Saint Denis or the Champs Elysees? Remix, remix, French style, Paris style. Yeah, sometimes you don't feel the love, man. What happened? I mean, I say sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the times. Parisians, what are you doing? You're not showing love. No, you're not showing love. So let's go back to Paris Syndrome. Sorry, I forgot where we were going. (laughs) So in Paris Syndrome, um, predominantly it affects um, Japanese tourists. And it is named after a psychological breakdown that some of these poor Japanese tourists have when they come to visit Paris. Because a lot of them spend a lot of money to save and to come in this idyllic, lovely city, beautiful. And Paris is beautiful. Mm. I, I have spoken about how it, it takes my breath away. Sometimes Take my breath away. Oh, it, it, like the, the singing the episode. <laughs> it takes my breath away. You just turn the corner and you see something and it is magnifique. magnifique. It, it really is. It's beautiful. Takes your breath away. Skip a beat. Heart skip a beat. You want to sing that song? My heart skips, skips a, a beat. beat. Yeah, totally. Um, but at the same time, the interactions that you're having with people are far from beautiful mm. far from beautiful and i think it really affects japanese people because in their cultures they're very polite they respect their elders uh, that kind of thing um there's a lot of pickpocketing going on in paris and a lot of scams that you've got to be a- aware of and i think japanese ta- are, are can be seen as a target, target. so yeah. some of them have like really terrible experiences where they're mugged or they're just not treated nicely in the in the in the restaurants and the service and oh. it's just such a conflict to the society that they come from that that big broken heartedness you get yeah. from like idolizing and fantasizing and finally being in the place that you've dreamt of being in you see it in the movies you see everyone getting proposed to in paris and you're really treated like m-e-r-d-e oh my god yeah and it just and it really sends m-e-r-d-e them... translate to s-h-i-t yeah yeah mad and it and it really uh it, it gives them psychological problems oh my god yeah and it's called paris syndrome Guys, you can look it up because I looked it up very quickly. I googled it and yeah. there's a whole Wikipedia page on it. Yeah, and there's other articles. And I remember that I, I told you I followed this guy on um, Instagram. I don't know if I could say his name, can I? Yeah, let's do uh, I think he's called French Guy Theo and he's actually Big great. Big up to French Guy I Theo. Love him, I love him. You, you put yeah. me on to him. Guys, he, if you're not following French Guy Theo, do it. Because yeah. he really highlights great places to. Oh, yeah. To, to discover in in Paris. Yeah, he's got a tour guide and everything, so you could download that. I'm not affiliated to it, but we're not um, affiliated. But he he seems no absolutely ad. great. I love him, and he posted recently uh, a, a, a a video, and he's saying, you know, we talked about Paris syndrome. He said, but 
we're not living in fairy tales. You can't assume that a city is a big city. You can't assume that a city is going to be all fairy tales and roses and sunshine and rainbows mm. and all of that kind of thing. It is still a sunshine, city. Sunshine, lollipops and rainbows oh my gosh, everywhere. Yeah. Happy is what I feel yeah. when we're together. together. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, and, and, and so he had about 300 comments on his uh, page because he said, you know, we're still a big city with lots of people. It may be dirty in places. And I was like, that's not it. That's not why people are suffering from Paris syndrome, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think people suffer from Paris syndrome. I think I suffer from Paris syndrome, but not to the extent that it's making me psychologically ill. But um, it, it's because of the... Um, interaction that you are having it is without a lot of the times you know your service uh, personnel um you know just just on the metro a lot of the times the the movement between people is so impersonal mm-hmm. you know that you people do not smile at you people do not do give eye contact people do not notice you people do not recognize you people are not really interested in you you sense that mm-hmm. now people are interested in you when you see them in small groups you know yeah. you meet the one you meet the two they welcome you into the home because fa- french people are very hospitable yeah. but on the whole if you're going to rock up to this city and say i'm in paris i've arrived look at me cannot look at me. Eh, 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 eh. You My observation, you know, the 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 masses haven't got an opinion about you. Mm. They they don't take you on, and that could be crushing. And that's why I think Paris syndrome is not because it's dirty some places, or there's homelessness, or there's poverty. You do see that. You see it in all big cities. But I think it's just you just you just led to believe that Paris is just the most romantic place. And, and this, you'll be the star of your yeah. own romantic film. And, you know, you might say, Coucou, bonjour, madame. And someone's going to go back to you and go, yeah, oh, bonjour. Coucou, bonjour. You know, you ride your bicycle and you buy your baguette. You know, that you have all these images and it is totally not like that. And I agree. I, I absolutely agree. Nevertheless, is it still romantic place, Natalia? Is it a romantic place? See, so when, I, when we were coming here, when I knew I was coming to Paris mm. and I knew I was coming around Saint Valentin, mm-hmm. I said to myself, we've got to... We've got to ask the real questions. Oh, mind you. Okay? Especially for our listeners. Oh, yeah. Because they want to know. They want to know. You know, aside from this Paris syndrome that maybe... I I mean, this was the first time I've ever heard of it. Yeah. But people want to know, are Parisians... Yeah. ...romantic? So what's your... What was your hypothesis? My hypothesis is that I think... Parisians, but I think also just French people in general. Uh-oh. I think they're more romantic than British counterparts. Mm, interesting. I just I don't know, but it's just an opinion and an assumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Yeah. Um. So because I have a science background, oh, you know, gosh. yeah, A level, A level grade. You, I'm classified. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a science background, right? Yeah. I'm classified in chemistry. In it. And, I'm classified and in, in biology. In biology. Oh okay, don't so be proud of that. I man. know how to do experiments. Yeah. I know how to come up with hypotheses. Yeah. And ask the questions. Yeah. In such a way that it will lead me to my own 
conclusion which I that, already that, wanted. That is that is a scientist there. That right? That's the methodology of a <laughs> That's scientist. That's my methodology. Yeah, man. That's a methodology. So Kat and I, we went out last night, didn't we? We had a great time. That's what I told the people. Come home up for Okay, guys, I've got to tell you guys, before I go on to my scientific experiment, let me just jump in with um Kat, well I arrived. Kat picks me up from Garden North. Yeah, Garden I love uh, it. Uh, 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 Meet my mango. Meet yes. my mango. Because last time I said Zephora and you didn't but it was it was after hours you see so it was closed and you couldn't ah. really tell Zephora but in Mango they got a big mango, sign. But do you know what where I come up from the R E R yeah Mango yeah. was uh, right yeah. there. Oh good. That's it was good. right there the R E R. Mango was just la just la just la Cat is there and we're like excited. We go, what did we do? We, oh, we went to eat because I arrived just after lunchtime. Yeah. And so I was starving. Mm. Um, and we found a lovely, like, uh, Asian. Uh, they call it Trate Asiatique. Trate Asiatique, where yeah. you can just get a really good meal. You choose yeah. whatever you want and they put nice it together. Nice price as well. A nice price, 10 euros. Yeah. So you had starter main and dessert and I drink. I did actually. And it was 10 euros 80, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Gorgeous. Anyway, that's not the point. Yeah. We decided <laughs> we're going to go out. We wanted to go out Friday night. Oh, yeah. Girls, 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 ads for places and mm. there was a place that came up and it looked like such an amazing karaoke place yeah and i look it up and it's like oh it's in paris so when when we were talking about where to go i remembered there was this karaoke place that looked really good yeah. on my instagram let me find it so we found it and we booked to table uh, booked to table pour deux. yeah and we got there. We went there. Yeah. And it was so good. So it's like so, a restaurant with uh, yeah. with a stage and a DJ that comes a little bit, uh, like about nine o'clock, maybe the DJ We were arrives. there about 8.30. We yeah. got there. Yeah, our reservation was at eight, but we, we were there at 8.30. Um, and uh, and it's perfect. You can have uh, dinner there. Yeah. And then while you're still My eating dinner, dinner while you're still eating dinner, people start going up and singing karaoke. It's so good. And then the night just continues and continues and continues. Guys, this continues. place closes on a Friday and Saturday. It closes at five a.m. Name the place. Right. It's called. Um, I think it's called New York. New York. It's, oh God, I've got to karaoke up. New York. Or karaoke New York. Brilliant. I mean, when when I went in. When we when we arrived, yeah. I was just like, "Désolé, je suis désolé, nous sommes en retard." And he was like, "That's fine." Oh, I was like, "Sorry, I'm late." He's like, "It's fine." It's like, going, yeah, it was. It's, it's know, like a real cool half vibe. An hour late. Yeah, but it's real cool. It's not stuck up or anything it's like that. It's real up. cool. And like, so it's open until five in the morning. And what you find is you get people leaving and new people joining. Yeah. So we were there from eight thirty to uh, almost four a.m. We say. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. We could have actually stayed to the end. Yeah, we could have. Because <laughs> at five and we left I know but Natalia's four. eyes were like you know they were ready for shut eye I was yeah ready to have she a shut travelled eye that day I did so anyway so we're out there we're having such a great time oh, Kat nice, and I got right. up and sang we what sang so much I'm no you way. sang a lot I only I sang three but songs but the thing is I thought I took back the songs yeah but what I had to but tell you yeah exactly and I knew it because I could see the way he was because when you were trying to explain to him I'm not going to sing this but I will sing this he was like yeah yeah <laughs> give, me, give me the cards give me the cards yeah. I am the karaoke master 
You will see yeah. everything that you put so down. I've you just can't found reverse. them on Instagram. It's called New York Cafe Karaoke Paris. Uh, top uh, marks recommend from moi. Top, top, top marks. Super recommendation. You lot. And the bar guy was nice, innit? I liked him, actually. Such a lovely guy. I thought he was cute. He was a little cutie. A little cutie. And uh, really good. Um, just such a good night out. Yeah, and I so didn't want to leave. Like oh, I, no. I thought to myself, oh, maybe we start here and maybe go somewhere else. But actually, oh, no. it was just such a good place. Yeah. I mean, part of me thought, oh, maybe I should be... Because people came and went sort exactly. of thing, didn't they? Yeah. Just great people. And I had the confit de canard avec de haricots verts. Yeah, and I had the... The, du- the duck with the green beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had the tagliatelle au saumon. That's the tagliatelle with salmon. <laughs> <laughs> it was an Italian restaurant. It was an Italian restaurant. So there's like calzoni, which yeah. is calzoni. Yeah. And pizza. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. You see, we're going to help you become bilingual, you Guys, know, listeners. You know, Just stick with us, man. Stick with us. Really, you know how to spell tagliatelle and spaghetti. Exactly. So whilst there, I had a bit of a brainwave. Look, oh. we are in Paris. We are. But we're in a, a situation where, uh, you know, people are in their enjoyment yes. phase. Yes. It's that night, we're <laughs> yeah. drinking, we're bubbly, we're having fun. We've met I'm some still not great drinking, people. guys. Catherine wasn't drinking. Yeah. But that's what she was like. I was like, red. No, As Catherine was like, red red Isn't that what the people say? You say that, Catherine. What do the people say? Catherine, no one says red tear apart from you. What are the Londoners? I don't think... Where did I get it from? Red tear. No, Catherine... Catherine, red hair, as far as I know, is not an exclamation. <laughs> it's like when you continue a story and red hair tear. Like this person <laughs> red said that. Tear, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this person would say this and red hair tear. Red hair. Yeah, but no one says red hair. <laughs> no one It's just you. Listen, but I'm not. You know what you know, you know, schisms. I Because I'm the carny one, right? I don't know <laughs> the street cred. I know French. Spanish and English. You don't. Know I don't the, know this yeah, credit. Like, sometimes I try and pick street. it up, and I thought it was rare tear. It's not. It's rare <laughs> tear. You were saying it. I don't even understand. Well, you know what? I but but, but people, if you're listening, if you're from London and you know, like I don't know the slang. Yeah. I mean, remember, we're big women now, so we don't. We're not even keeping up with like the the young people them slang. I, know. I wouldn't know what they're talking about. In it, unless they're talking about beanies. <laughs> and- <laughs> Chirps in a beat by a beanie. Do people still say chirps? <laughs> I don't know. I hope they chirps. do because they I love that word. I love chirps. I will go to that. I will keep that word close that to me. That word it will always. That word is going to date me. Someone said, "Did he chirp?" Always. Yeah. Know. We'll be like ninety in the supermarket, and then the kids will say, "Grandma, did you get chirps today?" And I'll say, "Yeah." I say, "This guy's trying to chirps me." And they'll be like, "What?" And tweet, like, tweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chirp, chirp, cheek, cheek. Oh my gosh. Anyway. But, um, yeah, so where are we? Red hair is not an exclamation. Gosh, <laughs> as far nice as I know, listeners, if you're from London, that's what I was going to say. Let us know if you use red hair as an exclamation or if you use it to say and so on and so forth. And red like, hair, tear. And, and would you ever say red hair as an as so on and so forth, or does it have to be red hair, tear? Or can it be red It's got to be red hair, tear. No, it's red hair, tear. I think it should be red hair, tear. Do you know what? My mind's just gone on to. Um, I just remembered, I saw the other day on Instagram, uh, it must have been on Hackney's Finest, like he was like re- retweeting or something, um, people's tweets mm. of, um, they said, you know, how British slang is so emotionally unavailable or emotionally uninvolved. Did you see that? No. 
Because it's like, yeah, you tell people something and they're like, oh, mad too. That's a sticky one still. You mean there's no emotion it. involved there's in that? There's no emotion. Like you're, you're breaking your heart out and someone's like, oh, mad. Yeah, it seems That's a bit mad. like... It seems um, a bit mad. Oh, it's a bit cold, isn't it? Yeah. Cold it's front. So, I've got to find it. Where is it? Oh my gosh, red ting. Oh no, mad ting. But see, I don't speak like that, you know. Yeah, it's a mad ting. That's the young yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's the young people's. There we go. It says, okay, it says, black British slang is emotionally unavailable. How can someone open up and you say, ah, oh, hear it? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm just going to read through these because they're so funny. And then this person put, yeah, that's a mad one. <laughs> yeah, mad one. Is that all you got for me? Is that all you got? I'm opening up to you. Yeah, that's a mad one still. Okay, this one. Swear down, man. Is that it? <laughs> that's it. Swear down. This one. It's a sticky one still. Uh, still. You, you can't just say it's a sticky one. It still be, has got the colour. Yeah, it's yeah, a sticky, sticky one still. still. This person say. Is that you, yeah? Yeah, is that you? I like <laughs> that, that one. You? I'm going to... Right, watch me next episode. You, yeah? Or maybe today I'll see that one. This one, that's peak, but we move. Uh-uh, I like that one. That's yeah. a bit motivational. Yeah, yeah, that's peak, but we move. Yeah, motivational, I like that one. This one. Oh, swear. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you all, my, all my trauma. All my trauma. Oh, swear. Yeah, that's what you got to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This person just went mad. <laughs> I like that though, because you gotta just concise it up sometimes. Sometimes you just gotta be, like, you know, concise. Mad thing. This one, raw them ones there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but see, that one seems to be supporting. This like, one's you're quite encouraging. Supporting. You're encouraging. Like, I see like, what you're like, saying. Red thing. Yeah, I was gonna say red thing. Mad still. Red thing. Mad thing. Still. Raw them ones there. Raw, that's crazy, you know. Uh-uh. And there we go. Oh, that was so much fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that too. Right, back to Paris. <laughs> right, back to Paris. Sorry, guys. Back, we no, just we're not sorry. Back. That was a sorry. It's a London break. team. It's a London. This it's is a London, London team. team. Hey, it's a London team. This is a London team. Sounds of the massive baser. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There, there we go. Uh, so Paris, you thought that Sorry. Parisians or French people in general are more romantic than their British counterparts. Counterpart. So what I did, I had the brainwave whilst mm. we were in the middle of mm. our karaoke evening, yeah. and I could see everybody in high spirits yes. and of, of of joviality. Oh, like it. I don't know if that's the word, mm. but they were very jovial. Oh yes. And they were in high spirits. As again, the repetition. Did I say that yes, already? Yes, yes, They were in party mode. I know. Right? Yeah. We had some uh, hands in the air. Oh, my gosh. We had we some, some slut drops. Did you see slut drops? Oh, mate, Zach. Oh, our mate, Zach did a He was drop. so he was, good. He was good, wasn't he? He was, he was dancing with me after, after I was time. Up, I was up in a Yeah, dance. you were doing... No, you were doing the because, important business. Because this is the thing, guys. I decided to do my social experiment. I had to ask... Now, the question was... What is the ro- most romantic thing you have ever done for a partner oh. or someone has ever done for you? Yeah. I had to ask the Parisians who party were... Party Parisians, which I think is different Parisians than your everyday Parisian on the metro. At 3am. Yeah. Who were Good at people. this New York karaoke bar in yeah. Paris. Oh my gosh. I haven't even heard. Catherine hasn't heard because it. Because I was doing slut drops on the dance floor. Catherine was there slut dropping. So guys... Just for you, yeah. this social scientific 
experiment, this rigorous experiment, I'm going to bring to you what the people of Paris has said. Yay! Take a listen. My name is Felix. Felix? Felix, yeah. Felix, where are you from? I'm from France, I'm from Paris. Uh, I've done my like 18 first years in Paris. And then I moved in Lille, north of France. And then in Nice, south of France. And then in Brussels, like Belgium. <laughs> I'm back in Paris now. I, got, I just saw a rat. I just saw a rat. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it romantic? <laughs> Romantic rat. It's the fucking romantic rat. Welcome in Paris. (laughs) Okay, so the maybe the most romantic thing I've done in my life is like with my last girlfriend. I took her to a comedy show in in the Eiffel Tower on the first floor. And it was really nice because like it were like five artists, different artists, and it was like Different from another date, you know, that's really nice. My name is Loic. I'm from the suburb of Paris, so I guess you can say Paris, France. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a like sexy voice, isn't it? Yeah, he went to Loic, come on, I'm trying to work here. <laughs> well, I don't know what is the most romantic thing, so I'm going to give you three stories and then you can choose. All right. So first, my first girlfriend, uh, in order like to impress her before she was my girlfriend, uh, for my 21 birthday, yeah, I was a late bloomer. Uh, I threw this huge party. Like I got the house, like by like uh, like chains. I got the house, and I told my parents, "Yeah, I'm just gonna have like a thousand people." I got like 50 people. I spent like all my money. I threw like this huge party, and like one of the reasons, like like was just to impress her. And it kind of worked. What's your name? Melissa. I've been in Paris for the past year. So the most traumatic thing I've experienced was a long time ago with my ex-boyfriend in Lebanon. Uh, We were dating for like a year and a half. Uh, He came to pick me up from my parents' house. I think I was like 21 or something like that. And uh, we went to uh, the mountains where he had a chalet. And everything was was spread with rose petals, some candles, kind of like in the movies. And I think that's very Lebanese. Like you kind of romanticize in a very movie-like way, let's say. So it was quite romantic, but uh, then we broke up, so. <laughs> Where are you from? Paris. You're from Paris. Yes, okay. So I'm not a uh, romantic guy. But uh, one time I uh, I went to to my uh, to Rome in uh, Italy, Italia, with my ex girlfriend for for a weekend. So it's the most beautiful, the most uh, romantic things I I do I did in my life. But uh, but if you I can uh, I can uh, pursue. Enfin, I don't know. But uh, I don't like do things for for just uh, only one occasion mm. like uh, saint valentin i can uh, i can bought uh, some flower or some uh, chocolate but uh, i don't wait uh, a certain uh, date for for that i like to 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 did surprise all right second story 
Um, I met a girl, uh, so I was in Paris at a party, uh, and I met this girl, she was living in England. Uh, she was Greek, actually, like, uh, studying to be an actress. And the next day, like, we had a date, and, like, near the Seine, you know, like, we had, like, some wine. We kissed, like, uh, there. It was amazing. And I was planning, like, a, a small trip around Europe, and I was thinking about, like, going to London. So I basically told her, like, yeah, like, a few days later, like, she was like, yeah, come. And I'm like, okay. Um, but, like, kind of, a, like, but, you know, like, in a far future. But as I was planning the, my, my trip, like, okay, you know what? I'm going to spend, like, most of my trip in London. Then I get a chance to see her. So that's what I did. You know, I was like, you didn't ask for anything, but I'd be in London that amount of days. But maybe we can catch up. And the sad part is, like, we never met. <laughs> But you went to London. To I see went to her. London six days. <laughs> that's where we're from. That's where we're from. I hated it, but that's oh, another story. <laughs> okay, so I'm Zach. I'm, com I'm coming back. I'm coming from Algeria, and uh, I've been living here six years. And I met my actual husband here six years ago. What do you want me to say? That I have a husband who is in there dancing. <laughs> okay. So, what is the most romantic thing that you've ever done for someone? Could be for your husband, or it could be. Well, I mean, let's keep it for your husband because he's here. Yes, he's yes, here. yes, yes, Queen. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, for sure, it was for my husband, and it was like, oh, I won't say that. Maybe it's kind of hard for English people. We had sex on the beach. It was the most romantic thing we had. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Like he proposed to me on the beach and it was so nice for me because I, I really like Ile de Ré. It's uh, like a small island in France near the sea, like beautiful, uh, beautiful beaches with nearly almost white sands, but it's in France, so it's called beach, you know? <laughs> I'm pa Pauline and I'm from France. I live in a suburb of Paris and um, I, I'm not uh, very into romantic things, but uh, I didn't have a lot of experience into romantic, but uh, I think the most uh, romantic thing we made for me was uh, about uh, making me a dinner. Uh, and that was really nice, a um, dinner from uh, the beginning to the end, uh, preparing all day long and uh, it was really tasteful and delicious. So it was a small attention, but uh, taking a lot of time and I think it counts uh, a lot. But um, otherwise, I don't know if that other thing uh, more romantic I've lived so far. If pour que tu m'aimes encore is there, you yeah. come. No, I'm serious. Yeah. We're good? Okay, so this, this is a shout out to all the LGBT people out there that are struggling because it's a struggle. Let's be real. It's still a struggle. 2023 over here, it's, we're still struggling, guys. So, uh, newly gay, newly out. Uh, I meet this girl in Paris. Amazing girl. Super nice. She works in the radio. Hello, radio. French radio stations. She has a beautiful voice, probably much better than mine on the radio, huh? And uh, we go out on a few dates, everything's going well, really well. And then we go out on a date and this is one of the most romantic things that have ever happened to me, I would say, which is uh, uh, she kind of surprised me with this um, concert of a four, I don't know how to say it in English, but it's like bands that come and uh, 
play live music with like cellos, violins, pianos, like a, just a quartet just out there. Very romantic. It was very intimate and uh, it was very delicate. So she's quite a nice person. I just want to say the story to like shout out to all the people struggling out there. It will happen eventually. So don't stress about it. Although it's quite stressful. Stressful. And uh, it was just beautiful. So we ended up listening to music, just grabbing each other's hands by the end of the night, having a couple of drinks, getting back home, kissing. It was beautiful. So for all the gays out, out there, it gets better. Hi, my name is Maine. I've always uh, lived in uh, Paris or near Paris. And my uh, romantic uh, thing that my boyfriend did to me is to prepare like an uh, old trip And for me, it's a lot because I love um, being the one who is preparing the the trip. Like I like when things are planned, and the fact that he took the time to plan everything and to he wanted to really do things to make me happy, and it was so perfect and very nice. <laughs> uh, we went to the Mont Saint Michel, like it's uh, in Normandy, in a small. It's not really like an island, but you know, at night it become uh, an island because of the you know the water just uh, just goes, and then uh, in the day it um, you can go uh, in this island by foot, but at night there's water, so it's really romantic because at night you are alone in the Mont Saint Michel. And we we slept in the in a small hotel there, and it was really romantic. Oh, not from Paris, from some around of Paris. Uh, I mean, south of Paris. Oh, oh, romantic. I think that was three years ago in Rome. I think Italy is the most romantic land from <laughs> Europe. So more than Paris. Mm, yeah. It is more proper than Paris, so. a bit more beautiful than Paris. So, yeah, some I think some museums, some beautiful restaurants, uh, beautiful bars. So, yeah. Oh, is oh. you together? And yes, it is Marine. Uh, Marine is, is my girlfriend oh, since what? three years. Since three years. So that's why. Oh, fantastic! That's why. I did ramen. <laughs> He did the Mont Saint-Michel. Oh, yeah. Uh, for me, it is wrong because, yeah. But for for her, it is Mont Saint-Michel in France, in Normandy. It is kind of beautiful for, because for both of, uh, of us, it is different because for me, it is wrong. For her, it is Mont Saint-Michel in France, so it is beautiful. <laughs> My name is Christophe. I live in Paris. I came from Nantes. The most romantic thing I've done is to cross the Atlantic Ocean to meet my girlfriend. Uh, it was just uh, one way. Uh, I didn't buy a ticket to go back. And uh, yes, I think um, this is the most uh, incredible thing I've done for, for love. French people are romantic now. I'm trying to say My name is Alexandre. I'm from France. I'm from uh, Rennes, a small town uh, really close to Rennes in uh, Brittany. 
the most romantic thing I've ever done, I think, is to join my boyfriend in Brazil. <laughs> and like, uh, because we meet in Paris, but he has to come back in Brazil to end the, his uh, studies. And so I was working on my own. So I was able to just let all my life in France to follow him in Brazil for more than one year. And I have like one last story. Tell me, Loic. Yeah. So I was bored like, on Tinder like a Saturday night. And there is this girl like we match. And she is actually uh, in Paris, you know, like, and like, I, I, I feel like she just wanted to spend the night with someone just, you know, like walking around and have drink. Because I was the same when I was in London. I was alone one night and I was just, I was just looking for some connection, right? So I was like, yeah, like, I can show you around Paris. Like, we can have a drink and like, uh, have fun. And then, uh, so she's like, yeah, sure, good. And also, it's my 30th, 30th birthday. And I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> like a bit of pressure, you know, like 30th birthday in Paris. So we met and there was this immediate connection. And we had like the most amazing nights. We had wine, of course. We went on the, on the Quai de Seine, you know, like near the sea. And we had drinks and we kissed there. And it was just so amazing and romantic. And it was perfect, and uh, and sadly she she left the legs the next day, and uh, she she came back to to our city, and she was living in London actually. She was a Londoner. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, and like and she was like you know you should you should come see me. But I was like okay maybe like in a month, and then when I asked like she kind of changed her mind, and then I understood, like through you know, like Instagram and everything. Basically, she had a boyfriend. And that weekend she spent in Paris, like something bad happened and she just wanted to escape. And, you know, and I was there, like, and we had like this thing, but like when she came back, like she came back to him. Oh my gosh. Forget everything I've said about Paris Syndrome. Forget every complaint. Uh, my heart is warmed up. Your heart warmed up? Oh my gosh. From these Parisians at three in the morning. I mean, they are the party people and they were in the place where we were, so they're the best kind. Place to be. I still think if you try to get someone on the street, it would have been a different response. But I these... knew that I didn't want to stop Parisians on the street at 12 in the afternoon. Nah, nah. <laughs> this is the best. Honestly, I just feel so warm. Isn't I it do. I do. So that's my little scientific experiment. So what is the result? What's the result? <laughs> I think that, you know, 99.9% of Parisians are romantic. Mm. <laughs> they like to travel for love, don't they? They don't even ask the right questions. Yeah, I mean, they travel for love. Yeah. But what do we know about French people? We already know they're sincere. Yes. We already know that they don't do things, which is like saying sincere, but, you know, they would only do something if they want to. Mm. We already know that they like um, free time. They do like holidays. Whole of August they go on holiday. Oh, yes. So, so we yeah. seem within their culture to sort of move mm -hmm. and travel. So add love into the... Into the mix. Into the mix. Quoi. Into the mix. Quoi. Quoi. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe. I mean, I don't know. We haven't done the same thing in London and in the UK. Maybe we'll need to ask the same question and see what people are saying. What does your hypothesis... My hypothesis straight off the bat is 
perhaps maybe not so much as the romantic. Yeah. No, but I do think, I feel like British people can be romantic. We'll have to find them at three in the morning. We'll have to find them at three in the morning and find out what they say. Yeah. But certainly, I thought it was so nice that people had received romantic yeah. gestures and they given romantic yeah. gestures. Oh my gosh. Could you, I think that's a very difficult question to answer. I don't know what I would answer. I don't think I've ever done anything it. absolutely romantic Oh my gosh, you can start today. Can start today with your sister. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh! No, I've done kind things yeah. to my family. What is the most romantic? Like romantic thing? I mean, can you remember any doing anything I romantic? Have, what, you or me? You have you done anything I, romantic? I, I would score zero on both sides. I'm not done any. Well, I I feel like I am a romantic person. Yeah, but I've never had the partner. Yeah. So but... it's just fallen a bit flat. Because the little things, when I have had partners, I, you know, like buy gifts yes, or like concerts. Like or... Data, that and for me, romantic, it's romantic, though. right? But yeah. Because little... you remember that girl who said the most romantic thing for her was that dinner that yeah. somebody cooked for her. And I was like, that is so yeah, romantic. You know, buy classes or, yeah, that kind of thing. So I, I think, so if anyone is lacking... Come and be my little uh, Valentine. Yeah. In three days' time. You just, just DM me, right? <laughs> yeah. Get over to Paris. Well, this episode's coming out on a Wednesday. I'm not doing oh, it for... Oh, yeah. Or should I, should I put it out on nah, a Tuesday? Nah, 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 nah. But the thing is, DM me anyway. It doesn't have to be for Valentine's. And I'll, I'll, I'll show you a, a, a romantic act of service. Yes, that, that sounds great. Some promise guarantee. <laughs> but um, I loved hitting the streets of Paris. We're still here. I'm still going to be here for an extra day. Yeah. For today's the day. And I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. And we're going to check out a bit more nightlife in Paris. I know. Why don't we hit it up? I fancy rooftop terrace. Oh, my gosh. Because I fancy being bougie. Yeah. But um, anywhere, really. Yeah. Should it's I wear so a nice. dress? Yeah, we'll both wear dresses. Let's wear a dress. Put some we'll tights on because it's a bit oh, nippy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This Valentine's special, Romance oui. in Paris. Romance en Paris, Paris. Um, let us know what the most romantic thing you've yes, ever please. done. Please DM us, guys. Come on. Communique avec nous. Yeah, let us know what you've done. And let us know what you've experienced. Yes. Any romantic things that you've experienced in Definitely. your life. Definitely. And can I say, if anyone's feeling a little bit weepy, little bit sad, because it can have mixed feelings. Yeah, Valentine's. We can have mixed feelings. I mean, yeah. this Valentine's, I'm going out with the gals. The gals. Valentine's. For, nice. I think there's going to be 12 to 15 of us. Oh, that's a In good a Cuban one. restaurant. So I'm hoping that they're going to have some music <gasps> that I can shake my hips too yes my hips too yeah so we're going to be 15 lo- lovely ladies luscious ladies so you know do your galentines or your yes. man times whatever you call them and uh but if you're feeling a little bit low i've got a gift for you what's that gift cat it's a little poem a little poem. it's a poem that i wrote for my friends and my loved ones and i'm extending that out to you so uh please listen take it and receive it it's your valentine's gift Put it into your heart and be encouraged. Je vous aime, guys. Je vous aime. Bonne continuation. Bonne continuation. For you. For you, my little butterfly, for filling me with cheer. For you, my darling sweetie pie, for being there year on year. For you, the treacle on my tart, for caring like you do. For you, the angel of my heart, for encouragement anew. 
For you, my dearest buttercup, for accepting me as me. For you, my luscious lollipop, for loving me madly. For you, my loyal, trusted friend, no finer pal have I. May laughter never cease to end, may happiness multiply. We go together like hand in glove, I'm sticking to you like glue. If anyone asks me who I love, I'll tell them I love you. Thank you.